Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we are on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. For today's episode, we thought that we would be a little less Ontario-centric and cast our gaze wider, looking for some of the most iconic parks in North America. In no particular order, Super Good Camping presents... All right. Located in Wyoming, USA, Yellowstone National Park is probably the most iconic one that comes to my mind. Jellystone. It's Jellystone. It's not. It's not. They have bears in there. It's animated. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I've been in Yellowstone Park. Uh, uh, My dad and I are, are pretty hardcore skiers. He's 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 the bomb. I'm I'm the I ride in the. You know, drag along on the tails. We've we've done a, a, a snowmobile tour, and it, and it was just mind boggling. It's so it's huge. It's frozen waterfall in the winter. Obviously, that's how you ski. Frozen waterfalls. We saw burned out part parts from. Don't hold me to it. I want to say nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine, something like that. Which is just it's just so much like denuded. It was crazy. We saw Old Faithful, obviously. We saw really cool vans with like these tripod tracks. It's it's like they're they're skidoos, but vans. The weirdest thing. It was really really. We saw Bison. It was uh, it was an amazing thing. Yellowstone is mind boggling. It's it was established in nineteen eighty or sorry eighteen seventy two. It's not only the first national park in the United States, but also the first national park in the world. It has amazing geological uh, wonders. It sits atop a, a super volcano, hence uh, Old Faithful. It has all kinds of wicked geothermal features, geysers, hot springs, mud pots, fumaroles. Yeah, Old Faithful. Well, you, you'll hear that a bunch because it's cool. I thought it would be like, oh, that's neat. No, no, it was cool. It's very cool. It's got a, all kinds of wildlife. It's home to an incredible array. Uh, it has... Habitat for around 67 species of mammals, including the iconic American bison, which we've seen, I've seen, uh, gray wolves, elk, pronghorn, black bears, grizzly bears. It's also an essential sanctuary for endangered species like the gray wolf and the grizzly bear, which I had no idea that the grizzly bear was an endangered species. I, I knew about the wolves, but well, you learn stuff when you do research for podcasts, just saying. Uh, it has spectacular trails uh, for hiking, etc. It's 900 miles, uh, about almost 1,500 uh, kilometers of hiking trails. It has all kinds of other cool recreational activities. They can do, like as a visitor, you can do stuff like uh, camping, fishing, boating, wildlife washing, watching, winter activities, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, frozen waterfalls, I don't think they have downhill skiing in the park. That's I. Yellowstone is just mind-boggling. It was just I, I, such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I've been at Yellowstone National Park in the lineup to get in the entrance <laughs> with a cranky. I think he was a year and a half old, maybe at the time, 
And we were like, yeah, no, I think we're not going to wait here any longer. <laughs> Brandon was quite cranky for many years. Uh, Banff National Park. So in here we are in Canada, in Alberta, Canada. It's the oldest national park in Canada. It was established in 1885. So it's the first national park in Canada and the third national park in the world after Yellowstone and Royal National Park in Australia. It's situated in the heart of the Canadian Rockies, which gives very breathtaking mountain landscapes, crystal clear lakes, glaciers, and diverse wildlife. Lake Louise is one of the most famous and photographed locations in Banff National Park. It's a stunning turquoise-colored lake surrounded by majestic mountains and the Victoria Glacier, which draws thousands of, of tourists every year. The park is abundant in wildlife, including grizzly bears, black bears, elk, moose, bighorn sheep, mountain goats, and numerous bird species. Uh, the Icefields Parkway is a breathtaking 144-mile, or 232-kilometer, stretch of highway that runs through Banff and Jasper National Parks. It's often considered one of the most scenic drives in the world, offering stunning views of glaciers, waterfalls, and mountain peaks. Banff National Park is home to natural hot springs, including the Banff Upper Hot Springs. These mineral-rich hot springs offer a relaxing experience with stunning views of the Canadian Rockies. The park was designated as a dark sky preserve in 2017, which means it actively manages artificial light to minimize light pollution. That makes Banff an excellent place for stargazing and observing the night sky. And I haven't been to Banff. Oh, we have to fix that then. Actually, I haven't been to Banff either. Thomas has. Thomas has been to Banff twice, I believe. Poopy head kid <laughs> and grandparents that spoiled children. All right, so in the theme of sticking with Canadian parks, but one that's uh, literally sandwiched onto the side of Banff National Park, Jasper National Park is a stunning and vast national park located in the province of Alberta, Canada. It's also a UNESCO uh, World Heritage Site, uh, along with, obviously, uh, Banff National Park. It forms the Canadian Rocky Mountains Park World Heritage Site. It was established in September uh, 1907, making it the largest natural park in the Canadian Rockies. It has a crazy abundance of wildlife. It's They have grizzly... Bears, black bears, elk, moose, bighorn sheep, mountain goats, wolves, a crazy amount of, of birds and other flora and fauna. Uh, the big thing about Jasper is that it has glaciers and ice fields. What, an overwhelming theme you'll, you'll catch through this whole iconic thing of national parks is dark sky preserves. UNESCO uh, designations and dark sky preserves are a big thing. This one, Jasper got it their designation in 2011, and it's the world's second largest accessible area for stargazing. Like, wow. Yay. Th cool things you can do in the park. You can do, out, as far as outdoor activities go, you can do camping, fishing, rafting, skiing, uh, wildlife watching. They've got over uh, 1,200 kilometers, so 746 miles of hiking trails. Uh, and there's and there are all, all levels available. And and another shout out for the uh, Icelands Parkway that that Pamela mentioned in the Banff uh, Park. It it spans both parks. Uh, it's it's just apparently it's <laughs> I haven't seen it. I went through it once at night. So it it's supposed to be like literally the most mind blowing, breathtaking view of glaciers, mountains, waterfalls. 
and wildlife in the world. And on to Grand Canyon National Park. Uh, Grand Canyon was carved by the Colorado River over millions of years. The rock layers exposed in the canyon walls provide a geological record that spans nearly two billion years. The Grand Cam Canyon is massive, stretching approximately 277 miles long, up to 18 miles wide, and reaching a depth of about 6,000 feet at its deepest point. Uh, it is designated as a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and mule rides are a popular activity at the Grand Canyon, offering visitors a, a chance to explore the inner canyon and experience the breathtaking views from different vantage points. Uh, the Grand Canyon Skywalk is managed by the Hualapai tribe. Uh, apologies to them if I've pronounced that badly. Is <laughs> a horseshoe-shaped glass bridge that extends over the canyon's rim, providing visitors with stunning panoramic views. The Grand Canyon is home to a diverse array of wildlife, including California condors, bighorn sheep, mule deer, and various reptile species. It is also a haven for bird watchers with over 370 bird species recorded in the park. Uh, another dark sky preserve due to its remote location and limited light pollution. It has exceptional stargazing and it's been designated as, as an international dark sky park. Uh, so it's a prime location for astronomy enthusiasts. The Colorado River offers thrilling whitewater rafting experiences through the Grand Canyon. Uh, Multi-day rafting trips allow adventurers to explore the remote areas and experience the canyon from a unique perspective. I have been to Grand Canyon National Park and it is fairly breathtaking. It's one of those things that you want to take a picture of, but the picture just never really measures up to the reality. Yeah, I've seen lots of pictures and I've been blown away. Everybody goes, yeah, not even close to the real deal. <laughs> like everybody all right moving on to death valley national park uh, if for no other reason then it's iconic because what a cool name right <laughs> it's located in california and nevada uh, in the states in U U united states uh it's it's one of the hottest places on earth it holds the record sorry this is i can't tell you what date i pulled the information from because we've been breaking all kinds of heat records recently it holds the record for the highest air temperature ever recorded on Earth, reaching a scorching 134 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 56.7 degrees Celsius, on July 10th, 1913, at Furnace Creek. Seems like an appropriate name. During the summer months, temperatures can easily soar above 120 degrees, it's 49 Celsius. The lowest point in North America is Death Valley. Sorry, uh, sorry, it's Badwater Basin in Death Valley. Uh, it's an elevation of 282 feet, 86 meters below sea level. Uh, the vast salt flats in this area create a stunning and surreal landscape. Was that where they do the racing things? Yeah, hmm. I think so, the salt flats, yeah. Yeah, cool. Although land speed records, that totally different. Uh, at whatever. It has... Despite its name, it's not a lifeless desert. It has a range of landscapes, salt dunes or sand dunes, salt flats, rugged mountains, canyons, colorful rock formations. Its geology is a testament to millions of years of geological processes. Weirdly, <laughs> Death Valley is designated as an international dark sky park. We like this stuff. Uh, so, so it, again, amazing stargazing, no light pollution, all, all the awesome things. Yay. They have some pretty unique wildlife 
pretty harsh when you're when you're talking about you know upwards of 120 degrees Fahrenheit, but it still sports a rising a surprising array of wildlife adapted to extreme conditions: uh, desert bighorn sheep, coyotes, kit foxes, rattlesnakes. They all call the park home. Uh, the elusive and rare Death Valley pupfish inhabits some of the park's isolated springs and streams. Wow, I had no idea about that. Tons of movies have been shot, uh, and some of, some of the big ones would be Star Wars, A New Hope, and Raiders of the Lost Ark have been filmed in the park. If I was going to send it a, you know, you pay attention to stuff, Death Valley's extreme climate can be crazy. Like, it's wicked dangerous, and especially during the summer months. So maybe plan your visit carefully and be well prepared. Maybe think about times outside of the summer months. Just saying. Maybe hire a guide or somebody who's knowledgeable about the area. Not a bad idea at all. Uh, Gross Moor National Park uh, is in Newfoundland, Canada. Yay, um, Yay, Canada. and that's <laughs> on the bucket list of places to go. Too. Uh, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site located on the west coast of Newfoundland. The area showcases a rare example of the process of plate tectonics, featuring exposed sections of the Earth's mantle called the Tablelands. This unique feature offers visitors a glimpse into the Earth's history as contributed to the park's UNESCO World Heritage Site status. Uh, Grossmorn is characterized by deep fjords and glacial valleys formed by the movement of glaciers during the last ice age. Western Brook Pond is one of the park's most famous fjords, offering boat tours to explore its pristine waters and towering cliffs. This park offers an extensive network of hiking trails catering to different skill levels. The Grossmorn Mountain Trail is one of the most challenging and rewarding hikes, offering breathtaking panoramic views of the surrounding landscape from its summit. Visitors can spot a variety of wildlife, including moose, caribou, foxes, and various bird species. Another dark sky preserve, Grossmorn was designated a dark sky preserve in 2018, making it an excellent location for stargazing and enjoying unspoiled views of the night sky. Exploring the fjords and coastline by boat or sea kayaking is a popular activity, offering visitors a chance to witness the stunning landscapes from a different perspective and possibly spot marine wildlife like whales, dolphins, and seabirds. Next up is Everglades National Park, which is in the southern part of the U.S. state of Florida. It was established on December 6, 1947 to protect and preserve a critical ecosystem <laughs> known as... It's <laughs> an inside joke, folks. <laughs> I keep saying ecosystem. Echo, echo. I'm an idiot. To preserve a critical ecosystem known as the River of Grass. It's, it's the largest subtropical wilderness in the United States and internationally recognized as a world heritage site uh, a wetland of international importance and an international biosphere reserve it's one of the most diverse ecosystems in the world featuring a combination of freshwater and coastal prairies sawgrass marshes cypress swamps hardwood hammocks and mangrove forests i don't know what most of that sounds like but it, it feels like a bunch of trees in water i don't Pretty much. I've been All right. there. <laughs> I haven't been. I don't, I don't, I do get out a lot in Ontario. The park's defining features is its slow-moving shallow river system, which covers over one and a half million acres, uh, 6,070 square kilometers of land. The River of Grass, 
it flows from Lake Okeechobee, yeah, Lake Okeechobee through the Everglades and ultimately reaches the Gulf of Mexico. It's home to an incredible variety of plant and animal species. It provides habitat for over 350 bird species. That's awesome. Uh, including the endangered snail kite and wood stork. It's also the only place in the world where alligators and crocodiles coexist. How cool is that? Visitors can spot Florida panthers, manatees, American crocodiles, and various snakes and reptiles. It's designated as an international dark sky. Yay! We love this theme. Everglades National Park is designated as an international dark sky park in 2019 making it a fantastic location for stargazing and experiencing the wonders of the night sky. The park offers a range of recreational activities, such as bird watching, kayaking, canoeing, hiking, fishing, and camping. There are various visitor centers and ranger-led programs to educate visitors about the park's unique ecosystem and conservation areas. Grand Teton National Park. <laughs> you can Google what that stands for. Uh, it's a stunning and iconic national park located in the northwestern part of the United States. Big mountains. Uh, in Big mountains. <laughs> yes. In Wyoming. It was established on February 26, 1929, and encompasses approximately 310,000 acres of breathtaking landscapes, including majestic mountains, pristine lakes, and diverse wildlife. The park's centerpiece is the Teton Range a dramatic and rugged mountain range that stretches for about 40 miles. The tallest peak is Grand Teton, standing at an impressive height of 13,770 feet or 4,198 meters above sea level. Uh, Grand Teton National Park is home to a rich variety of wildlife, including moose, elk, bison, pronghorn, bighorn sheep, and mule deer. The park also provides habitat for predators like black bears, grizzly bears, wolves, and coyotes. Bird watchers can spot bald eagles, peregrine falcons, osprey, and many other bird species. The park offers a wide range of outdoor recreational activities such as hiking, backpacking, camping, boating, fishing, horseback riding, and wildlife viewing. It's a popular destination for mountaineers and rock climbers seeking to conquer the challenging peaks of the Teton Range. Uh, Grand Teton National Park is another dark sky preserve making an exceptional place for stargazing and astrophotography. Uh, Winter-wise, while the park is a popular destination in the summer, it also offers various winter activities such as cross-country skiing, downhill skiing, snowshoeing, and wildlife watching tours. The snow-covered landscapes provide a magical winter wonderland experience. Uh, and I have been to Grand Teton in the summer, not in the winter, but I think you've been there in the winter. I have. I've, I've, we've been to, uh, Dad and I have been to one of the very few times we've been, actually potentially the only time we've been to a major destination that we've gone to twice because it was that awesome. Uh, we went to Jackson Hole and, uh, yeah, we went over and spent a day skiing Grand Teton. It was, it was amazing. So many elk. Oh, my God. Next on the list and last on the list is, weirdly, the the most popular park apparently in North America and I'd never heard of it until we started to research this it's called Great Smoky Mountains National Park they get something crazy like 12 million visitors a year I've never heard of it I, I'm thrilled that people are getting out and doing those things never heard of it man it's uh, extremely, it's home to over 19,000 
documented species including plants, animals, insects. Uh, scientists believe that many more species are led to be, uh, yet to be discovered, making it one of the most biodiverse areas in North America. Again, stunning. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. We like those things. 1983 is when they got their designation. Outs- recognizing its outstanding natural and cultural significance, it was also designated as an International Biosphere Reserve in, in 1976. Uh, it, it is the single most visited national park in North America. It has, well, the Appalachian Trail. So any anybody that hikes probably has heard of the Appalachian Trail. That's one of the most famous long-distance hiking trails in the world. Passes through the park. Uh, hikers can traverse around 71 miles. I don't know what that is in kilometers, but that's a lot. Uh, uh, enjoying uh, stunning vistas and challenging terrain. The park boasts an impressive number of waterfalls with over 2,100 2,100 recorded in the area. Some of the most popular waterfalls include uh, Laurel Falls, Grotto Falls, and uh, Abrams Falls. It has so here's the coolest thing out of, out of everything that we've talked about today. This is the this is the one that the win for me. Synchronous fireflies. The 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 park <laughs> is is home to unique. A, a, a unique natural event called synchronous fireflies. During late May to early June, certain species of fireflies synchronize their flashing patterns, creating a mesmerizing, mesmerizing light show in specific areas of the park. Uh, uh, how cool is that? I, I, I want to go just to check that out. <laughs> Salamander capital of the world. They are uh, due to the high diversity of salamander species found in the region. They have like 30 different species of salamanders. How cool is that? And, and I'd, I'm, I, I want to go back for the fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for us for today. I hope you enjoyed our iconic national parks and inspire, you feel inspired to go and visit some. Check out the dark sky preserves and the UNESCO heritage sites. Which is all of them. And, and and the synch- and the synchronized synchronized fireflies. I mean, that's just. I'm. We're going. It's like synchronized swimming, swimming, but different. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for us for today. We'll talk to you again soon. Please do visit us on all of the social media. We're on Instagram and we're Facebook and we're on Twitter, and we have a YouTube channel. We would love it if you subscribe to us on YouTube, and please do reach out to us if you'd love to talk to us. We would love to talk to you. Our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.